Simo, the movie dude. Sean for breakfast. Assessments is 747 Triple N. I have a good mate of mine ready to go on the phone line. He loves his movies. He's Simo, the movie dude. Hey, mate. Hey, Sean. Feeling good. How you doing? I'm really good. We've actually got some cooler weather coming this, this weekend, so it's not a bad time to get to the cinemas and watch some movie or two. Exactly, and um, I've got an interesting one for you, okay? Oh, you've go. been begging me all year. You've been saying, Sumo, you got to go. I'm going right, to stop you right here. If you're going to give me another superhero movie, I swear to God. It's it's not a superhero movie, oh, okay, good. but it could be maybe interpreted in something that way. Okay, what is it? Charlie's Angels. Ah, uh, this is the one that's flopped horribly, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Sean. No spoilers, but uh, just between you and me, yes, it's flopped horribly. Well, because the, there's obviously the original back in the day was a television show, and I guess the premise is there's three women who are called angels, and Charlie is the boss. He sends them off to, to solve crimes, I guess, solve murders. Yeah, they're like secret agents. Yeah, and then obviously that was turned into a movie with a really good cast, Drew, Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and the other one is Cameron Diaz, which is stunning. You don't get much better than that. Um, so why do they... Why why are we obsessed with rebooting movies, Simo? Because we're out of ideas, Sean, and the only <laughs> thing we can do is go, hey, let's do 80s TV shows and try and, you know, bring that into now times, and everyone will be like, oh, yeah, I remember that, but everyone who's going to go see it doesn't remember that, mm. doesn't care. Everyone going to see this movie would have seen probably the ones in the early 2000s with the Cameron Diaz cars, like you said, and they've all gone, oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> So tell me about it. So what is the premise? Uh, and, uh, yeah, tell me about this movie, why it was so floppy. Okay, so it stars uh, Christian Stewart. It's got Elizabeth Banks. Uh, it's got Patrick Stewart in it as well. Oh. Uh, those are probably the biggest names in it. Hmm. Uh, Christian Stewart's one of the angels, and then the other two angels are, what, the girl from Aladdin and someone who's in their first movie ever. Okay. So... Not big names, not big draws at all. And this whole movie now revolves around that the Angels are no longer just an America-based organisation. They're worldwide, a massive secret agency, and everyone has angels all over the world, and they all have like a little handler called Bosley who takes care of them and sends them out on missions. And this story is about uh, some sort of technology that uh, has gone wrong and someone wants to use it to take over the world or maybe just make money. It's not exactly clear. And the girl who's never been in a movie before is a whistleblower. So she helped make the technology. She's like, oh, no, it's dangerous. But the angels need to protect her now. And, Sean, that's a vague plot, but it's probably more thought than what they put into it. Mm. Okay, so we're expecting this assassins coming to destroy the whistleblower, even though it's already been blown, so what's the point? I guess revenge of sorts, but they're trying to protect her through means of killing the assassins? Yeah, it's like, we're going to try and protect you, and oh, you're a tech girl as well. Hey, maybe you can help out the angels, and all of a sudden they become the three Charlie's angels, but not the same ones from the 80s or the 2000s. They're Mm. definitely different characters, so it's not based on those characters. They're just different women who are joining the spy agency. And something that everyone's sort of saying 
is good is Christian Stewart in it. Yep. You remember her from Twilight and Love all this her. kind of stuff. Yep. Um, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? She's very deadpan. She's very serious and surly, right? Or she was in those yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. And the character they give her is like really quirky and kind of fun. And she's always like making weird jokes and all these things. And just, she's like, oh, I'm so random. Like that sort of line defines her. She's like, oh, so random. And I was in a theater. It, it wasn't packed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but. There was probably, you know, maybe 30 people. Every time she said something, no one laughed. Okay. And I don't even mean like no one was like a little chuckle or anything. I mean like none of the jokes were flying. Yeah. There has to be a reason why this movie's not doing well because if if you're just trying to do sassy one-liners and no one's been like, oh, yeah, that was good, maybe you're not writing a good script. And... Here's the thing. This script was written by Elizabeth Banks. It was directed by Elizabeth Banks, and it stars Elizabeth Banks. And it seems like she's had all the input in this movie. Maybe she shouldn't. Yeah, it sounds like maybe she's a massive Charlie's Angels fan. She's like, I'm going to do this. But maybe she's just got a little bit lost. Yeah. It's, uh... What else is bad about it? What else do you hate about it? Well, it just seems like... So they've taken on this whole sort of um, empowering women angle and all that sort of stuff. Not that I hate empowering women, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's not it's not very subtle at all. So the the first thing it kicks off with um, like a close up on Kristen Stewart's face, and the first line she says is like, "I believe a woman can do anything," and then she starts talking about, and you're like, "Okay, that's um, yeah, this is a weird thing to open on." Mm. But then they also divert to stereotypes of how like how the girls relax is by having massages and ice cream and you're like Mm. what are you doing whose message are you trying to you know promote here and yeah it just kind of gets lost and you know um the thing about some superhero movies i know it's not a superhero movie but when you have like um someone like scarlett johansson like bashing up like six foot four guys as black widow you can sort of believe it just because of the way she's doing it with like using her body weight to throw them on the ground or whatever, using like gadgets and stuff. Yeah. But this assumes that someone who's like, you know, 5'2 or whatever weighs nothing, like punches a full grown man in the face and he goes down. Mm. You're like, you know, use cooler action ways to prove that maybe they're not physically stronger, but like they're smarter or something like that. And they don't do that. It's not, it's not interesting fight shit. I find yeah. it I find it interesting that they're working so hard to empower women in this movie when Charlie's Angel originally was empowering women anyway. It was already a television show about women kicking butt, right? Is isn't that why you know what I mean, why are they emphasizing it when it's already a thing? Or am I being really naive yeah. here? Well, no, you're you're pretty much on the right track. I mean it's it's a it's a lot of like um so the original Charlie's Angels was meant to be like, yeah, girl power, but it was also a bit of like, ooh, look how sexy these ladies are and things like uh, that. Okay. And this Charlie's Angels was like, hey, don't look at how sexy we could be, you know, which, you know, is good, but it's also like, I don't know what angle you're going for, and obviously the general audience doesn't know what angle you're going for anyway because mm. I think it made something like seven or eight million dollars the first weekend. Oh, boy. Which sounds like a lot. I'd like that, but that's nothing. So how much? How many whistleblowers does this get out of five for you? It's one and a half whistleblowers oh, out of five. One of the lowest scores ever. Yeah, it seems like it could have been a lot better if it like really went for what it was trying to do, but it couldn't decide what it wanted to be. 
and then the action scenes aren't holding it together. I assume someone's going to say Christian Stewart was really great in it, and that's good. If you really enjoyed it, great. But, um, yeah, no. Sorry, Sean. Mm. Go, Angel. Not for me. If you want to see an absolute shocker, a flop, then head to Fenwick Cinemas. You probably don't. You might consider that a waste of money, but maybe you're weird and you want to see that sort of stuff. Um, Simo, what I want to cover next is one from Netflix. We cover a few Netflix things, and I this is a television show, and I want to know if you've seen it. I think it's been around for a while now, but I've only just got it, gotten stuck in. It's called Russian Doll. You're aware of this one? Oh, I'm actually not sure. Okay. You need to fill me in on everything. Well, I was looking for something to watch, and it we came into Russian Doll, and it's this, um, uh, it's it's one of those critically acclaimed movies in the Netflix that section there, and it's starring Natasha Leon, Lion Leon, who is also that woman, the really weird, experienced woman in American Pie. Do you remember the girl? She kind of comes across as a little bit, very deep voice, a little bit masculine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah yes. I know who you're talking about. She's probably in a lot of other stuff, but I first saw an American Pie, and that's for me. That's when I imagine this actress, that's who she is. And she's, she's Nadia, and without giving too much away, and hopefully Russian Doll sort of alludes to this as well, it's the, the, the television series, or television show, is it a series or a show? When is it a series? Is it a series? It's always a series, isn't it? Yeah, it's always a series and it's always a season. Yes. I think it's always a show as well. Okay. You know what, Sean? They're interchangeable terms <laughs> and you pick which one that feels comfortable. The beginning of Russian Doll, the television series, show slash season, um, she's at her birthday party and her best friend has thrown it and it's great. And she's she's sort of single, but she has had ties with other men, but she's just very much doing her thing. So as you can imagine, as some single girls do, they do bits and pieces. Um, it's just a very grown up. They're in New York. Uh, so the accents are really thick. So if you like those sort of things, then great. If not, then, well, then I don't know. But it's still kind of interesting watching her. And then towards the end of the, and she's, sorry. And the most important thing is she's searching for her cat, Oatmeal. Her cat oh. has been missing for two days. Uh, usually the cat comes and goes, but she hasn't seen it in two days. It hasn't eaten the food left out for her. She's searching for Oatmeal. And I'm not giving too much away, Simo, because it happens in the first five to ten minutes. But she sees Oatmeal at the end of the party after she's left. She walks across the road to grab the cat, and she's hit by a car. And she oh, no. and she dies. And oh. then, and then, poof, she's back in the bathroom at the birthday party. Okay. And the night starts again. And yes, it is very similar to Groundhog Day. <laughs> I was going to say, it was a cool Groundhog Day. And basically it's her, as you can imagine, a bit like Bill Murray in that particular movie. She freaks out. She's like, I just died. Why am I not dead? What is happening? I remember all this. She goes out. Everyone is oblivious that she's already lived these events. She's doing different things, but people are sort of acting the same. She knows their backstories. And, and yes, she is literally living the same day the same night and and then across the course of the first episode she realizes that every time she dies she's she's she comes back to that bathroom to the same song playing uh, through the party which is actually quite catchy but has got a bit annoying after four or five episodes i can't remember how far how far in i am and it's just her trying to figure out as you can imagine why she's caught in this how she can get caught out of this loop and yeah, it's it's a, it's a premise that has been done before. Uh, she, the car- the actress Natasha Leon, does it pretty well. 
Um, I, I don't mind her. She's very punchy. Uh, there's some really great one-liners from her. She's sort of very blunt and to the point and doesn't really give any stuffs at all. And, yeah, that's sort of the premise, Shimo. That's interesting. I like that. It does sound, yeah, Groundhog Day, but I assume she has to figure out why she keeps reliving the same stuff or yeah. there's something behind it. We're and, sort uh, of... So, so, to be honest, the first few episodes, I, I stuck with it and I... I get a bit funny about it because she just panics quite a bit and she does some silly things and just things that if I was put in that situation, because that's what you do. You think, what, if, what would I do if I was repeating the same day, starting off with Sean for breakfast on a Tuesday on you know August the 23rd, whatever it is, every day? And you put yourself in that situation and I don't think I would have acted how she acted. She gets a little bit upset about the whole situation, whereas I think I'd embrace it. I'd be like, oh, cool, I'm not aging. I can eat whatever I want. I can spend all my money because it's just going to be rebooted the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, good call. (laughs) But she sort of reacts a bit differently, and that gets a bit tedious for me, personally. Maybe you'd act the way she does, so maybe you'd relate more to the character. But there is a really good twist about four episodes in. And then it gets a bit more interesting, and then you get to the point where you're watching three or four episodes in a night. The first season's pretty short. I haven't got to the end of it, but I'm, I don't know if there's a second season. I, I hope there isn't, because I think two seasons of the same night might be a bit tedious for me, Simo. Oh, you might be able to zap in there. So how many repeated nights out of five do you give it? Three and a half, boring on four. It was th- it was three. It was two and a half, three when I first started watching it, but I persisted. Then it got a bit better, and now I'm sort of it could be four if it continues on this trajectory. If it comes down to the fact that it's just a mess, like a a, a moral message has to be learnt, then I'll be really pissed off. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan, Sean. <laughs> I don't want Groundhog Day. I well, where okay. he's you know where he becomes a better person at the end of it. I want something that's a bit more. You know, edgy, sinister, something like that. Sounds like a good plan, Sean. All right, Simo, we've done it once again. Covered uh, that great movie that you may or may not watch, Charlie's Angels. See that at Fenwick Cinemas. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers, Sean.